0: Hi, I'm Casey Mraz and you're listening to The Lawyer Mastermind Podcast, where we help attorneys grow their law firms by interviewing experts who can fast track their success. Casey Mraz, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Lawyer Mastermind Podcast, where we help attorneys grow their firms through expert mastermind advice. Today, I'm grateful to be joined by Aiden Durham, attorney at 180 Law Co. Thanks for joining us today, Aiden.
1: Thank you, Casey, for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And today, we're really going to be talking about a cool topic. You know, YouTube marketing for law firms, and YouTube seems like that maybe that hidden giant or something in the room. It's the second largest search engine. And, you know, I think a lot of attorneys that I've spoken with in the past have started maybe a YouTube campaign at one point, but gotten in and then out. So tell us a little bit about your experience with YouTube and how you've used it to market your firm.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like you said, it's the second largest search engine. It's owned by Google, and so you know, it 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 makes sense to me that if people are are searching on Google, then they're probably going to be searching for information on YouTube as well. And so, when I started my law practice back in 2013, that was kind of one of my first uh, marketing efforts was my YouTube channel because I saw that there weren't really a whole lot of lawyers on YouTube and there still aren't. I mean, there are certainly more now than there were seven years ago, but um, at the time there weren't a whole lot. And the ones who are, were on YouTube at the time were doing more, more entertainment style videos, like talking about legal issues in TV shows or things like that. And whereas my, my channel is more surrounded around um, informational, educational kind of stuff, teaching people about my area of law. And it, I look at it the same way as um, blogging and SEO for regular search engines. If you put out one YouTube video expecting a whole ton of results, people contacting you right the way, right away, that's not going to work any better than, you know, you put out one blog post expecting your website mm-hmm. to now rank number one in, in Google search. So, you know, the same, the same approach to that I think works is if you're consistent with it, if you're putting out a lot of content, um, using the right keywords, research, all of that, then it, it can work just as well as any other, um, you know, paid ads on Google or anything like that, especially if the market that you're working with or trying to work with is, you know, on the younger end and the people who use YouTube pretty regularly.
0: Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, people like to digest content differently, as we know. Some people like video, some people like text. So I like how you compared it to a blog because we know that most attorneys are familiar with, hey, you have to have a blog and you have to have a website. But the video side of it still, like you mentioned as well, doesn't seem that well adopted. So when you started off with this, did you have a plan or did you just kind of start doing it one day?
1: I, I didn't have a whole lot planned for it. I just kind of started it. Um, cause I, I was nervous obviously about being in front of the camera for the first time and putting stuff out there. So mm-hmm. I thought if I, if I overthink or if I overplan it, then I'll probably never do it. So I just, I just wanted to get something out there so I wouldn't be so worried about it. Um, I knew the, the topics, Uh, Kind of that I wanted to center around just because at the time I was doing business law and estate planning. I've since dropped estate planning and I just do business law now. But um, so I knew I wanted to talk about topics related to those and focus on kind of common questions that come up a lot in consultations or the same, you know, same questions that a lot of people ask. Just talk about that. Sure. So it, you know people already know the answer there's no reason to have that same conversation over and over and over again
0: got it so it sounds like are you generating a lot of your content ideas then or did you when you started from those questions that clients were already asking you
1: oh yeah absolutely that's where that's where a, a lot of my topic ideas came from in the beginning and even now um that's where most of my you know my topics come from are either recent conversations that i've had with people or i get a lot of questions in the comments now on my videos. So I'll work Mm -hmm. off of those sometimes too.
0: Got it. Okay. So now is your strategy, are you using this to generate new clients, to get in front of people that don't know about you, or are you using it for just building your brand? Just tell me the purpose and the goals behind it.
1: It's still primarily a marketing tool. Um, It's, it's, it's my number one source of clients, new clients, is people finding me through YouTube one way or the other, whether it's directly on YouTube or because I share the videos to other social media platforms. So it's still primarily for marketing for my law practice. But um, you know, in, in the seven years that I've been doing it, I've built a decent following. So mm-hmm. it has kind of grown into its own thing to an extent. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of still in the middle of, of what exactly is the purpose of the YouTube thing. If it's just marketing or if I'm trying to I don't know, be some kind of an influencer or something like that, I don't <laughs> know, but, but definitely in the marketing sense, it's worked really well for me. So that's the, the primary purpose of it.
0: That's awesome. And are you able to track, um, new business from that? If, if does somebody say, Hey, I found you on your podcast or how does that work?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. So any uh, new inquiries or new consultations that we get, we always track how they found us. And um, a a lot of those responses are YouTube or if, if a lot I get emails just saying, hey, I saw your video on YouTube and it raised this question or something. So I certainly do track all those, all the new contacts that I get.
0: Got it. Okay, that's great. And, you know, I think making a video set, the fact that you've been doing this uh, for such a long time is awesome because I feel like seven years ago, starting regular videos was probably harder than it is now, just with technological advancements and software improvements. Has it gotten any easier for you or...
1: It has. Yes, certainly the, the learning curve, I've gotten better at, at the, the technology and editing and everything. Um, but the resources have improved too. Uh, you know, you can make really high quality videos now just with your iPhone, whereas maybe seven years ago, they wouldn't have been quite as good. So the, the tools that you need to make a decent quality content are easily available. Uh, now compared to how they were when I first started but there's still there's still quite a bit of a learning curve with it just figuring out kind of the style that you want in the video or the even camera angles how to light make lighting look good that kind of stuff for me at least I just learned along the way Uh, but from from my experience and the comments that I receive and the feedback that matters very little. Um, The videos that I made in the beginning, the quality was bad, the sound was bad, but the content was good. And so that's Mm -hmm. what people liked. And I think that's still the focus. If they're getting good information out of it, then the quality of the content itself isn't as important.
0: Okay, got it. So what do you say to those that haven't started at all, any videos, what do they need to get started? What's like the, the minimum equipment you need?
1: I mean, really, I think uh, a cell phone with a good camera is fine. And then yeah. some basic editing, if you're going to edit the videos yourselves. Uh, I don't use um, Apple stuff, but uh, I know iMovie is uh, available on, on Macs and stuff and is pretty easy to use. And there are a lot of free video editing tools out there. Even YouTube has a video editing tool within it. So, so just a decent camera and some basic editing is really all you need to get started.
0: Okay. And at the beginning, we talked about consistency or doing it regularly. What is a schedule um, that people should adhere to to start creating content? Is it once a week, once a day, once a month? What have you seen?
1: I, I think once a week is a good schedule to begin with. Um, as far as I know, YouTube doesn't, doesn't especially care how frequently you're putting out content as long as it's somewhat consistent. So if they see that you're posting new content every week or even every two weeks, but it's every two weeks, then they take that into account in ranking and and SEO and all of that. Um, So whatever kind of scheduling works best for you, stick to that. But I, I think once a week is ideal, at least in the beginning, because you want to, you want to be putting out something somewhat regularly. So if people, if you do start to get traction or start getting noticed, people know what to expect from you.
0: Okay. Got it. And in your case, did you market your channel in any other way, or did you just start uploading videos?
1: Uh, yeah, I just started uploading and then I was sharing them to other social media. So I think when I started, it was mostly just Facebook. So I would share, you know, I'll link all the videos on my Facebook page, share them on Facebook. Um, and now I I share them on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, all the social media channels that I'm on. But that's uh, and and you know mentioning them in email newsletters and uh, other things like that but I don't uh, do any real paid promotion for the YouTube channel
0: okay got it and since you brought up the other social platforms like Facebook or Instagram are you seeing that most of your views and exposures happening on YouTube versus those other platforms
1: yeah most of the views are still on YouTube um, and I I do that on purpose I still try try to drive the traffic to the actual YouTube channel uh, just in case that makes a difference as far as um, ranking on YouTube. I don't know how much it does exactly, but I still try to point everybody towards the actual channel.
0: Okay, got it. So let's say that somebody's committed to creating YouTube videos and they've recorded their first video and they're in YouTube, they've uploaded it. What then? I mean, is there any optimization or tips that you can give from there or are they just done after that step?
1: Yeah, so absolutely. There's a lot of things that go into kind of the background of the video that help with um, optimization and help with getting it out there. Uh, So really similar to blogs, you want to focus on keywords. Um, With the YouTube videos, you can have a title and then a description and they I think Mm -hmm. the character limit for the title is 100 characters. So, you know, whatever uh, keyword topic your video is focused on, work that into the title. The description, they allow 5,000 characters. So you can really go into a lot of detail in the description on that topic also and working in um, whatever relevant keywords there are. And then they also have tags available, which, um, you know, you can specify the actual keywords and then for keyword research. So this is a really handy thing, especially, uh, even trying to figure out what topics you want to talk about. There are, um, different, there are a lot of different keyword research tools, Mm -hmm. online. um, But they'll, you know, if you, uh, I deal with businesses. So if I type in LLC, I can see what other people are searching for on YouTube or on Google related to LLCs, I can see how frequently those keywords are being used in search inquiries and stuff. And then that helps me figure out what I need to work into the uh, video description and and the title and everything there. And then there are there are YouTube specific tools that I use now, um, I, I think if you're just getting started, they might be too much for you. But there's one program called VidIQ, mm-hmm. which is like a Chrome plugin, and it automatically tells you a whole lot of analytical information for videos and keywords. Um, and it's really helpful with keyword research. And then there's another one called Tube Buddy, which is kind of similar, but it helps a lot with figuring out where traffic is coming from and which of your uh, keywords are performing well over others and things like that. So those are super, help- super helpful if you're you know, trying to really grow and develop your channel.
0: Sure. So that sounds a lot like SEO keyword research then. Is that what it is where basically it shows the keyword and approximately how many people might be searching that but for videos
1: yep exactly same concept
0: got it and and your experience doing that up front or using that data to create or brainstorm a topic are you getting a lot more visibility than just you know the question that's on your mind that maybe doesn't have search volume i guess is what i'm asking
1: Uh, yeah yeah, exactly. Um, and it it because I can have a really it, in topic that I think is really interesting or that people might want to know about. But if if the fact is that it might be interesting, but not many people out there are actually looking for the answer, mm-hmm. then that's relevant to me because why would I? I don't want to wait. You know, spend my time making content that that no one's going to want to look at. So it helps kind of refine. Even to certain topics, and, and maybe make them more focused on something that will be interesting to a lot of people.
0: Got it. That's awesome. I really love the data driven approach uh, because then you kind of had some insight as to how well it's going to work. Is it hard to rank uh, for, let's say that I, I do my own research and this keyword has, you know, whatever, 20 visits, and I'm going to create a video on that, but there's two or three other competitors there. Is it hard to outrank people? Is there a way to? kind of move up in position that you found?
1: It, it is kind of difficult, um, or at least it can be. And from what I've seen, those rankings change very frequently. Um, one, of, one of the tools that I use, it will show how, I, how one of my videos or how my videos rank for specific keywords compared to other similar videos. And, and the ranking is always changing. So and I think it has a lot to do with um, just activity on the videos and not necessarily what's in the keywords and all of that. Um, so if, if just randomly one of one video gets starts getting more traction or more views than some other ones, then YouTube will bump it up a little bit higher. And that's really just kind of dependent on um, like advertiser behavior and and search volume at any particular time. So I at least haven't figured out any definitive way to increase ranking or search ranking aside from just focusing on the keywords being used and and the copy in the description.
0: That's awesome. So what, what are the biggest mistakes do you think people make when they're like starting their own channel and decide to take this venture? What are the mistakes that people are making that you can kind of help shortcut?
1: Uh, uh, Well, I think the biggest mistake is expecting results right away because that's probably not going to happen unless you make a video that goes viral right off the bat. It's probably going to take some time, uh, you know, months, if not over a year or multiple years before you really start seeing um results or a return on your investment or something. So uh, not not giving it enough time, I think is the biggest mistake. Just just keep creating things and see where it goes. That's the big one. Um, and then probably the other mistake would be, uh, trying to trying to reinvent the wheel, I guess. Um, we don't, you know, do your own search and see what kind of blog articles come up for topics related to your industry or your field of law. And sure. then make a video on those topics. Just because somebody else has already written about it doesn't mean you can't talk about it. You don't have to create some brand new novel idea for every video. Just talk about what everybody else has already talked about.
0: And do you send, um, I I noticed when we were first talking about the videos, we were talking about marketing, but you had also mentioned that you, that clients can get their questions answered. Do you use these videos with your existing clients or people that have contacted you to answer questions that you've done like as a time saver? Is there any benefit there?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's another um, big benefit to it is if I get a a question from an existing client, I, you know, I'm happy to explain the answer to them. But I can also just give them a link and point them to this video that will answer it for me. Um, Or, or even just random inquiries of questions, I can point them to certain videos. And it's a huge time saver that way. Because by the time not all of them, but by the time a lot of people have contacted me, they've already watched probably a handful of videos. So they already have a basic understanding of what we're going to be talking about. So in our initial consultations, you know, I don't have to start from ground zero and explain what an LLC means, they've already seen that video, and they already know so we can jump into some of the more substantive discussion there.
0: Got it. Okay, that makes sense. And I hate, I'm jumping around a little bit here, but I just had another question that came to mind that we haven't talked about with uh, rankings or, I guess, is engagement. Do you, have you seen that engagement from people watching your video, liking or commenting has had an impact on the visibility of that?
1: I I haven't seen any direct correlation between you know videos that get more comments or more engagement and how they perform necessarily. I I believe there is some connection, though, just from my analytical tools, that's, that's part of what those tools take into account is how many comments I've responded to, or how engaging I am with those comments. So I think, if anything, it's, it's your engagement with your audience that factors more into it than just their engagement with the video. Got it. it.
0: So you're actively responding to those comments if people are posting questions or anything?
1: I try to. There are a lot of comments, so I can't respond to all of them. And a lot of them are legal questions that, you know, the answer is it depends. I I can't (laughs) answer your question. So I I respond to the ones that I can, or if it's just a compliment or something kind about the video, then certainly I'll respond to something like that.
0: Okay. Got it. That's awesome. Wow. Well, um, how many videos do you think you have now?
1: Oh, a lot. Uh, I, over 100. I'd, I'd say probably close to 125, 140 by now.
0: Okay, got it. And you're still on the weekly schedule?
1: Yeah, for the most part. I take breaks here and there, but uh, I'm, I'm still posting pretty consistently every week.
0: Got it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, for those that are listening and want to start their own YouTube channel, what is your best advice for uh, for lawyers that want to get started in this?
1: Um, I think best advice is just do it, don't overthink it, don't try to plan it out too much, just make something and put it out there and and then just keep going with it. Um Outside of that, you know, um, Think about maybe what's the most common, what's the number one question that people ask you as soon as they come into your office or I guess not office anymore, but as soon as the the meeting happens, what's the number one question that you get asked or or the few questions that you talk about or that you answer on a regular basis? Um, Focus on those. And then, um, I mean, you want to you wanna just just pay attention, pay attention to the kinds of feedback that you're getting. Or if one topic, if you see it's getting a lot more views than other topics, then let that kind of point you in the direction for other content, you know, pay attention to what's responding or um, what's, uh, you know, what's getting more attention than other stuff. And then the other last tip is, you know, try, uh, try to show your personality in the videos, you know, sure. let, yeah. let viewers know who you are and what it would be like if they work with you. I think that's the other benefit uh, that I get from my channel is that people get to get a sense of who I am, how I speak, how, how I gesture, they get a sense of what it would be like working with me. and so you know, by the time they contact me, it's like they already kind of know me. So we don't have that introductory phase of of, do you even like me as a person before you decide to hire me. And so the more that you can let yourself and your personality come out in the videos, too, that's going to be even better, because now you're educating potential clients, but you're also, you know, working towards that whole, you know, no like trust thing as well.
0: Exactly. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. And Yeah, I mean, really, at that point, you already know or you feel like you know who you're working with if you've seen them on video enough. So it really probably helps add to that trust factor as well, especially (laughs) since the information that you're sharing is very um, educational and helpful for your audience.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's fun, because I've had I've had my dog, you know, run around in the background of some videos. And um, so (laughs) I'll get get emails saying, Hey, how's Rocky, and like people reference personal things that I've mentioned in my videos. So it really does help to kind of establish that rapport before I've even had a single conversation with somebody.
0: Yeah, I think that's a key takeaway, because it's easy enough to just Go and say, hey, I'm going to create a video today where are my topics and you have a list of FAQs and you just kind of answer them and then that's the whole video. And it answers the question, but it wouldn't it's not necessarily very engaging, I guess, at that point either.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever, whatever little thing you can do to stand out from the other other videos, or if you have, you know, one little little shtick that you want to work into it to make it a little more exciting, you know, it's it's because um You know, all the the information is out there on the Internet. They can find they can find the information they're looking for anywhere else. So what little thing can you do to make your information, you know, more entertaining or more valuable or whatever it is?
0: Sure. That's awesome. Well, that's a great way to stand out. And, you know, it's clear that you have a lot of expertise in this area. So thank you so much for joining us today, Aiden. Um, If the audience wants to get a hold of you after listening to this, what's the best way to do that?
1: Sure. So uh, you can find my contact info on my website. It's 180lawco.com. Uh, my email address is there. And then you can check out my YouTube channel. Um, the The channel is called All Up In Your Business. And the <laughs> nice. URL, thank you. The URL is uh, youtube.com forward slash all up in yo biz. And it's Y-O-B-I-Z.
0: Awesome. That's great. Well, again, Aiden, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please feel free. Is it okay if they contact you? I'm assuming it is since we've given out your contact information now.
1: Are yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm a big supporter of other lawyers doing this kind of thing. And so I'm, I'm always happy to you know, chat, go give tips wherever I can or anything like that.
0: That's awesome. Giving back and paying it forward. Thank you so much, Aiden. And uh, look forward to following your progress in the future.